I want to tell you about a new podcast you should check out called Just Between Us, hosted by codependent best friends and New York Times bestselling authors, Gabby Dunn and Allison Raskin. Just Between Us is a variety show that's all about brutal honesty, female friendship, and giving unsolicited advice. Gabby and Allison bring laughter to life's toughest and most ridiculous situations by asking thought-provoking questions, playing games, and dipping into serious topics around relationships, mental health, money, and sexuality. Listen and subscribe now to hear all new episodes of Just Between Us wherever you get your podcasts. Saludos makes shoes that make you feel like you are on vacation. From perfect one-on-one date espadrilles to rose ceremony heels and wedges, they have you covered. I have two pairs of Saludos, and they're fantastic. One are platforms, the other are not. They look great with jeans and with dresses, casual. You can even dress them up. Saludos makes thoughtfully crafted shoes for wherever you travel, whether that it's the most dramatic rose ceremony ever or just around the corner to hang with girlfriends. Visit Saludos.com today and get 10% off with the code BACHELOR. And now, let's batch. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman, and I'm sitting on a bed right now (laughs) in a hotel room. In New York City, it's not a fantasy suite, but it could be. I'm here with my good pal, Rachel Lindsay. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Juliet. We are literally sitting on a bed. It's really funny. I mean, we're going to take a picture. We'll post it on social media. This is how fantasy suite is, though. <laughs> is it? It does feel like private. And like I do kind of feel like we're like away from the cameras, out of the studio, no mm-hmm. producer here. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. It's, it's a We'll wild. be right back. We're making, we're, <laughs> we're making intense eye contact as we sit on this bed. <laughs> It's pretty great. Um, It's Wednesday morning. Cassie and Colson are together. And there's a lot that I want to get into with you. Oh, my gosh. There's so much. Should we start with Cassie and Colson? Or do you want to talk about Hannah B? But she's just Hannah now. Oh, is she just Hannah now? Yeah, I think think there's a big marketing push to make her just Hannah. Because on Chris's, um, Chris Harrison's Instagram, he's like, she's just Hannah now. And she was talking. There was two Lukes last night on the show. And she was like, oh, I was Hannah B. And now I'm just Hannah. It's kind of like Ben was Ben H. And now he's just Ben. Oh, I never knew he was Ben H. See, I didn't watch the season. There was a Ben H and a Ben Z. And then then it's a big deal when you get to take over the name. Well, I was going to say Hannah will always be Hannah B, but now that I see it's been done before. Yes. Okay. I know. Right. We'll call her Hannah. He's still Ben H to me. And I think that Hannah G will not be going away. Like no. she will have a presence She's in this world. Done. So we'll have, probably have to refer to her as Alabama Hannah or Hannah B. Um, so let's just talk about Hannah. We're on, we're on okay, the topic. Let's talk about Hannah. We'll um, call her Hannah. I just want to ask you a question. You're from Texas, which is not really the South, but like South adjacent we consider it the you south. do i think everyone else I is like texas. southwest we're like well we do too i mean we think we're our own country sure but it, we definitely consider ourselves the south so are you excited about a southern bachelorette no no i mean it doesn't really doesn't matter have, it you? doesn't have any type of appeal to me i think my opinions on hannah i think that she'll be entertaining Yes, I agree. Uh, I mean, last night was appalling. Like, actually appalling. I can't believe in the last, like, 10 days. I think they've just selected her in the last 10 days, basically. Last I'd time I saw less you. Less than that. When we filmed our special for Hulu, Can I Steal You for a Second? I don't think it was decided. We were talking about who it was going to be. And we we're, and we're like, Hannah, it's Hannah B or Kaylin. Like, just it's coming down to those two. And they hadn't decided. And that was, like, about a week right. and a half ago. So this is really recent. Um, and in that time, she didn't get a lot of media training. No, she didn't. But you never do. I mean, I was announced well before, you know, Hannah was. Yeah. 
I, I did it. Hannah. Yeah. I didn't say Hannah. Hannah. Nice. Way before <laughs> Hannah was. And um, I didn't get the media training either. Right. So, so I guess like, but you don't really need it. You're able to carry carry a conversation. You can get at a full sentence. Like I've already put you on the spot asking questions and you've been fine. She couldn't do that last night. No, she couldn't. And they'll be able to mask it when mm-hmm. they're filming because, you know, you can cut, paste, edit things here, but she's going to have to go through a round of it to promote the show. I think the biggest winner this week and now of the next season is Chris Harrison. He'll have to be on it way more. Don't you think? A hundred percent. Because she can't like talk to the camera. She can't, but he's also like upped it up a bit because like he went from host to like therapist. Yes. And, yeah. He's- and last night he was Uncle Chris. I liked it. <laughs> and there was some suggestive language used last night that made Chris a little uncomfortable. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> like if we're going to talk about Colton's virginity, let's just talk about sex in general. It's and true. so one of the guys is like, I'll go down, I'll go down south for you. Did you catch that? One of no, the guys I said that. Yes. I did not catch that. And Chris was like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Everybody, somebody always has to say something risque. Yeah, Caitlin did that in her when she first met. And I Crystal. love that. Me too. And Caitlin was a great bachelorette. So mm-hmm. I like all the seasons that have sex front and center, I suppose. Or like when it's, <laughs> when it's well, like a it's prominent part life. of the Yes, exactly. Um, but so are you excited about Hannah as bachelorette? I don't know yet. Okay. I'm like indifferent. I'm excited for her because to be 23 in this position, you're having the time of your life. 23. That's crazy. That's just, too young. Just imagine that. Like, that's why I say the time of her life. You know, yeah. I won't say things like, oh, she's going to find love. Hopefully she will. It seems like that's what she wants. But this is going to be very, very fun for her. And yeah. so I'm excited for her in that regard. That's true. And it, she seemed like she was having fun last night. Yeah. She like, she had five guys. She asked to give out a rose, which was really funny. And she was like, she, multiple times, she's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. She didn't even know how to pin the pin the rose onto the guy's like lapel. It was very funny. And I like who <laughs> she picked. She picked this dude who rapped for her, basically. He like broke out into rhymes. It was reminiscent of Hannah G. And I'm like excited about seeing some personality. And I think that that's what we can count on her to bring. She's not going to be the polished bachelorette. She's <laughs> no. very, she's the unpolished one. And Absolutely so, not. I don't know. I'm not going to say that that's refreshing, but it's just something different. Yeah. You know, it's a change from Becca. Even sure. me. Yeah. I mean, you are very polished, I would say. I'm also like, do you think that's part of being a lawyer? Like there's like a performance aspect of being a lawyer. I'm a litigator. A hundred percent. We yeah. perform in front of a jury, in front of a judge all the time. Right. So you're like used to having an audience and yeah. having to persuade people. Hannah, the shocking thing is she's a pageant person. Like how did she make it through pageants and become Miss Alabama? I'm shocked. I mean, and she beat <laughs> Hannah G yes. for it. So it's like, like no, no offense to Alabama, but it's like, I mean- I know. Was there a speaking portion there in probably, that in that part? I guess not. Have you seen Miss Congeniality, the Sandra Bullock movie? It's been a while. Well, there's they're they're always joking in that movie about how like their their answers are so planned. Like the questions you get, you get, you know, and so you can have a planned response. And so I guess she like can nail the lines. But for the state one. Yeah. Obviously it didn't work for Miss no. USA. Didn't even place, as we know. <laughs> I'm so happy she got a win over Kaylin. I am too, though. She needed it. She deserves it. She's awesome. I I that I'm very excited for. I never believed well, I believed Kaylin in the beginning. We've talked about this yeah. a bit. But towards the end, I was like, no, girl, you've been exposed. Yeah. I was not a Kaylin fan. And I think that Hannah B is more, you know, relatable. Sure. Than Kaylin. But somebody needs to go check on Kaylin because she is probably having a fit. Oh, my God. That Hannah won over her. She's been hanging out in L.A. It's a, it's a bad sign. Oh, well, then she's doing exactly what, what yeah. she said she was going to do it's behind true. closed doors. It's true. Are there, okay, once and for all, 
Are there cameras in the vans as you're going between dates? No, because I had a meltdown one time in the in the van. As a bachelorette or as a as a contestant on, on, oh. on the bachelor. No, there there aren't cameras there. Why? What was the meltdown? It was at over? volleyball day. Oh, right. And I was just like so pissed off at everybody. And I right. was just like everyone was mad that and day. And I like really was like, I'm going home. I was like, bring the cameras in. It's <laughs> it's a wrap for me tonight. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Interesting. Cause they gotta put them in there. I mean, it's just been such a hot topic for the last few weeks. Like film that shit. Do you think that people would, would women and men, the contestants would then like change how they act? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like there are only certain times that you aren't mic'd and you don't have a camera in your face. Right. So that's when like the juicy stuff comes out. Right. I a hundred percent believe those conversations were had and now Kaylin can live her best life in LA. I know. And do all those things she wants to slide into whoever's DMs she wants to. It seems like she's, she'll be fine. And she will. And whatever. Good for her, I guess. It, of course she'll be fine. This world is made for her. It's true. It's really true. That brings up something I want to discuss, which is I've been watching the Instagram followings just creep up for Hannah G. She's over a million, I think. For Cassie, also over a million. I was actually shocked because I am aware of how many you have, which is like 800,000, 900,000. And so I was like, oh, it's really hard for a bachelorette to get that high. The show is not as popular. Like the women don't have as much opportunity. And then I looked at Tasha, and she's still under 200,000, I think. Last time I checked. If she's over it, like it's just over. Yeah. And... There's like a really obvious disparity between mm-hmm. the women of color and the following they get and the the white women who are on this show. And it's kind of like it's I mean, obviously, there's a whole racial component to the show that 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 creeps up every once in a while. And it was really prominent on your season. But it's pretty wild to behold. Like, it's such a huge difference. Tasha was on screen way more than Hannah G. And while she didn't cross-examine him in the same way Colton did, you would think that she'd have, like, at least half the following that Hannah does. Um, I just find it astounding. I don't even really know what the question is, but, like, I I wanted to discuss it because I think it's crazy to behold. I think being a person of color, you're just used to this. Uh And so for me, it's not shocking. Yeah. You know, in the words of Kanye West. Sure. Um when he said George Bush doesn't care about black people, yeah. Bachelor Nation just doesn't care about people of color. Yeah. Like, I can't say that as a whole, but there are a significant amount of people who don't relate to people who don't look like them. Right. And so they don't follow them. And that's just saying, you can't say it's Rachel because she acts this certain way. Well, then why aren't you following Tasha or CN or Jubilee or Eric, who right. was on my season? It just, it is what it is. And I just, and I would say my advice to any person of color coming in on the show, don't label your worth based on your Instagram followers. Right. You're so much bigger than that. And I, I, I'm i like you. I thought, well, when I got, didn't get a million, I thought, okay, well, maybe there's just going down a following. But then Raven has more followers than me. And then Becca is a season after me and yeah. has more followers She's than me. She's got 1.3 I looked yesterday. Yeah. So it's just, it is what it is. I mean, I'm thankful that people don't judge me just by my Instagram sure. following because I think my success has exceeded that. Oh, of course. And I've no, well, if I can toot my own horn for two seconds, I think I'm doing more than people who have more followers than me. Sure. Some, not all. Yeah, of course. I do think that like it's relevant though, because people get so many sponsorship deals after going on the show and mm-hmm. it becomes like an income stream and you can make more money if you have more followers. So like Tasha will make less money than Hannah G if she gets like a deal with like Bad Fit Fun or whatnot. Yeah. And not to say that's the only way she'll have opportunity. She also has a career. She's a phlebotomist, like, which is also a differentiator in many ways. Yeah. But I do think it's like, important to note. And obviously I'm speaking about, even in this conversation, like I'm speaking as a white woman, like, oh, I'm so shocked by this. And you're like, well, I'm not. There's just a huge difference, I think, in taking in this show as either like someone who's white and someone who's a person of color. Well, and I, when it was brought to my attention 
again. Like it, it comes up every season. It's something everybody knows. They talk about it and then they keep moving on and they just accept it for what yeah. it is, but nothing's changing about it. So then I thought, well, let me look at this new crop of girls and see who they follow as far as bachelorettes. Okay, here, here comes me being a lawyer. I totally did my research. Yeah. Majority of them don't follow me. Right. But they follow JoJo. Right. They follow Becca. They follow the other Becca. It, it, they follow people who look like them, maybe right. who act like them. I d- That's true. I do think there's also to that point though, like you're saying you're do you do other stuff. You also have taken a different path at in like your post bachelorette life. Where yeah. like you were still a lawyer for a long time. You only recently stopped practicing, right? Yeah. And are pursuing like a, a broadcasting career through ESPN, and like that's like a, a different audience. So there is like some difference there. Mm-hmm. But I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, even if it's not like proof positive of like some kind of racial disparity, there is there is a disparity that's really hard to overlook and and not address. And it's blatantly obvious. I mean, why weren't people talking about Tasha possibly even being considered to be the next Bachelorette? Yeah. I do think she would be boring as Bachelorette. Well, I 100% agree with you. I think she's very <laughs> one-dimensional. But yeah. at the, but as a whole, people want, she's gorgeous. She looks she's gorgeous. Yeah. Amazing at the, at, on Monday night. night. But it, I don't think it's because she's one-dimensional because yeah. you could say the same thing about some of the other people who yeah. been picked. It's because of the way she looks. Yeah. It's it's pretty wild. And and it's not even, I mean, it's great that Tasha went as far as she did, like for the representation and also because she seems like a great person yeah. and, and everything. But it's also, it just seems like a lot of pressure on the women of color to, I think we actually discussed this before, like to, repre- to represent in a certain way. Like, do you, do you feel like it is a pressure for you or like some kind of burden to be like, I am the lone black woman to be a black bachelorette? Like, is that something that you think about? I think the pressure was bigger for me when I was in it. Yeah. When I was Going to start it, and I had no idea what to expect, and then coming right after it. But once the finale happened, and that went down the way that it did, yeah. and then seeing how it was done the following year, I'm not trying to, you know, feel or feel like I have to be somebody or represent in a certain way. Yeah. I'm just myself at this point. Yeah. Like, that was out the window. And you either hate it or love it. Right. And I, I hope for Tasha that she also is like— First of all, able to cash in on her fame to to the extent that she wants to. And also, I don't know, like she just seemed great. And it's interesting to me that um Hannah G like has just become the star. I mean, it's because she grilled him also part of it. I will say though, when I saw Hannah G, we haven't seen anything from her, yeah. right? No reaction, no, no lie at all. I mean, she's just this pretty girl, blonde hair, blue eyed. People follow her like crazy. Again, you know, she fits the all-American person. The all-American person is going to succeed on this show. Yeah. Regardless. But watching her on the finale, loved it. Yeah. She was matter of fact. She came in there with a mission. She wanted answers to the questions. She was very real as in she was like, this is my real life. Yeah. This has been very hard for me. She wasn't afraid to cry. And I appreciated that about her. She was great. I mean— all of the uh, uh, like applause and praise she's getting, she totally deserves. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say that she doesn't. It's just stark to see her getting so much more than Tasha. Like Tasha's barely discussed, and again, like their Instagram following. And I think the following is just relevant because Bachelor Nation is so much on Instagram, and mm-hmm. again, it becomes like a path for yeah. in, for income. So like it's it's relevant. But when I compare Tasha to Hannah G from last night, yeah. I'm like, I was like Tasha frown. I know. You know, like, Be get mad. frustrated. Do something. Like, change your facial expression. Like, I don't, I was, she was like a statue. Yeah. A gorgeous statue. But it was just, I was just so upset with her. Whereas Hannah G brought the emotion. Hannah G, she really did do a great job. She was like, came with her questions. And yeah, it was frustrating that Tasha wasn't more mad. But it also speaks to, I think, probably what Colton told them. Um, 
Yeah. Like, I think Taysha, I really do think that Taysha and Colton had too many, like, adrenaline moments that got them fired up <laughs> that, like, just kind of, like, muddied the waters. And then, and I think with well, Hannah, he just was, like, really into her. He was in a Hannah. Hannah is the JoJo of this season. Like, yeah. sexual attraction, but maybe not the same emotional depth that he felt with Cassie. I, I have a different theory on Hannah. Well, oh, first I will say it. that there's always one person you keep around that you're most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Like, just who eases you and from this whole situation and takes the, all the stressors away. That was Tasha for Colton. Yeah. You keep that one person around. I think Nick has said it was me or Raven for him. Sure. I bet me, it was you. For me, it was Eric. Like, there's always that person. Like, in real life, you probably could date, but you don't know if it would be that person. You would give them a shot in real life, and it probably would, like, fizzle out after a few months, and you'd move on. Exactly. And there'd be no hard feelings. Exactly. Like, he'd be one of those exes that you'd remain friends with. Yeah, you see him on the street, and you're like, oh, hey, how are you? Exactly. No no problems here. Like that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But Hannah G, I was thinking about this hard last night. I think that if Hannah G had left Colton, the same way that Cassie yeah. tried to leave, Colton would have run after her. I think he doesn't want to be rejected. Exactly. Yeah. It's he, a classic man trope of like, just play, just make it difficult and they're so into you. Well, I think there's a lot of insecurities when it comes to Colton for whatever he's been through in life. Maybe because like he was kind of a bit of an ugly duckling and, sure. you know, blossomed in the end. Now he's this beautiful swan. I think that he couldn't handle someone leaving him at that point if it was Hannah or Cassie. If Tasha would have done it, he would have been fine. But yeah. I think if Hannah G would have left him the same way, he would have run after her and quit the show. Yeah. I think that's probably right. I think that no matter, I think the order really mattered with him. Mm-hmm. And actually, this is another question I've had for you. I have so much follow-up since we've gotten so much FaceTime lately, which was fantastic. Yeah. It's great. Too uh, I know. <laughs> this fantasy suite's going so well. Um, so they, do they not fly everyone after home, like after the hometown's row ceremony? Do you not all take a group flight to whatever the next destination is? I guess for you, it was like Norway or Finland or something. Because how did Hannah not know that she was not first on the fantasy suites? I don't know how she didn't know that because you know, I mean, you do fly separately. The uh-huh. mo- after you do, you go to hometowns, you are separated. But then you go back to LA for the rose ceremony. It depends. We were in New York. Oh, right. It just depends okay. where you're flying off to next. Got it. So you have the rose ceremony right after, but you're still separated. Like you I don't see. see each other at all. You see each other at that rose ceremony, then you never see each other again. I got it. Until the next rose ceremony. But how did she not know? I I just think she was just delusional. I guess so. Like, and I get it from her perspective. She really thought that she was the one. Yeah. And it, that was really tough to watch. She was like, oh, I'm going to tell him I love him. And I she know. was like, was I really just sad. wrote it in my journal. I talked about this on my pod yesterday. They obviously set up Tasha and Hannah to be mm-hmm. blindsided, mm-hmm. which sucks, but I guess made for good television. It made for great television, but I can see why Hannah G again was the way that she was. I think Tasha kind of expected it. If they're not having sex in the fantasy suite, then obviously, because she, she, she knew that Colton was like waiting for the right one and the person he's comfortable with. And even if it was like, she just seemed so upset afterwards where she was just like, we didn't have the intimacy that I was hoping for. It wasn't even like they discussed it and they're like, let's save it for next time or whatever. It just obviously was never on the table. Never. And so that sucks. She had an inkling. Yeah. Hannah G knew nothing. It kind of sucks when a guy won't sleep with you. You're just like, feel rejected. hundred percent. In another yeah. way. <laughs> totally. Like, you're a man. At least you I know. want this. <laughs> like, can't we just get into this? That's so true. It's, a, it's like a different kind of like really harsh rejection. Yeah. It sucks. No, it's so true. True. It really sucks. It's just like you're a guy. Think with your dick, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's, so I felt, And it's been so long. Yeah, it's like been two months. You take what you can get at that point. Yes. It really, it really <laughs> sucks. And also, I think you're so shocked. You're just like, 
he doesn't want to? What? That it's confusing. She was, you could tell she was hurt. And yeah. then she knows the beginning of the end. Yeah, totally. She knew. Totally. I, I felt, I feel really, I just feel bad for both of them. But, you know, they're, they're both doing fine, I think. They'll be fine. Yeah. Hannah G especially. This Absolutely. world is for you. Absolutely. I've been saying this again. I discussed this yesterday. I don't really want to see either of them in paradise. Like I'm not, I'm just sort of like, I guess if they want that and they want to have fun, but I'm just sort of, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I've been through the an emotional roller coaster with them. And paradise is so much more for people that you didn't get enough of. Exactly. Yeah. But you have to have the balance of the people who like you know, really come in about. there. Yeah. Like I think if they both go though, yeah. they will be heavily sought after. Absolutely. Heavily. Absolutely. They're also both gorgeous. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I think guys are like chomping at the bits to talk to them. Yeah. They're already in their DMs. It's like a thing in Bachelor Nation. People slide in your DMs. Like uh, your fellow alums? Yeah. I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, Hannah G and Blake just seem so destined for each other. That you think so? Because they both were broken up with in the same way. I don't know. Blake's don't such know. a nice guy, though. I just hope that he finds a nice Oh, woman. you know I'm a Blake fan. Yeah. But they just this seem is a, this like… This is a Blake fan podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Blake. Love Hope Blake. you're listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still haven't had the chance to meet him yet. Oh, my God. Great guy. I, Deceptively tall. Like, I, you could tell that he he's tall. He tall. But he's even taller in person. Really? I, he, love Blake. Great, great guy. Also, really fast to respond on text, which I really appreciate. <laughs> So <laughs> I can appreciate that too. I just think that Hannah G and Blake seem to come like be too different. I don't know. I don't really know who's right for either of them, but I hope they both find happiness. I do too. Yeah. I want to see Blake in paradise for sure. Yeah. I'm sure he wants to be there as well. He's and I would like to set hard. him up with my friend Whitney. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. I actually know that I have a mutual friend with Whitney, which I'll tell you about at a later time. Oh, okay. Um, and also Whitney models for one of my friend's uh, clothing lines. Oh. Shout out to Karen Kane. Um, uh, let's on the topic of sponsors. Let's talk about today's sponsors, and then we will talk more about Colton and Cassie. Own iconic luxury items at unreal values with the Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers. Shop from designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail. New arrivals come in daily, and every single item is authenticated by the Real Real's team of experts. In fact, the Real Real employs over 100 brand authenticators, gemologists, and horologists, and art curators from around the globe who inspect thousands of items each day to ensure that every item is 100% authentic. Shopping can sign women's and men's luxury fashion, as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home. Shop online, visit one of their stores in Soho or West Hollywood, or visit one of their luxury consignment offices in Chicago, Dallas, Miami, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. So remember, you can shop in store, online, or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. That's therealreal.com, promo code REAL for 20% off select items. This winter is a great time to check out Hotel Tonight. Whether you want to take a spontaneous ski trip or escape to a warm beach, Hotel Tonight makes it easy to book a room with one of their last-minute deals. There are tons of empty hotel rooms out there just waiting to be booked. That's how Hotel Tonight scores such incredible rates. They team up with awesome hotels to help them sell those rooms and pass the savings along to you. And these aren't last resort type places. Hotel Tonight works with cool, top-rated hotels you actually want to stay at. Unlike other travel companies, you don't have to scroll through endless lists of hotels. Hotel Tonight shows you the best deals at great hotels, along with short profiles that have pictures and all the info you need. Even though their name is Hotel Tonight, they're not just for last-minute bookings. You can play things by ear or use Hotel Tonight to book in advance. And when you join Hotel Tonight's HT Perks program, the more you book, the better the deals get. 
To start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels, go to hoteltonight.com or download the app now. All right, let's get back to Rachel. All right, we've barely talked about Colton and Cassie. Let's do it. First of all, let's talk about Colton's hair. (laughs) What do you think of it? I think he's trying way too hard. It looks like a full-on Tom Brady. And I just want to say, Tom Brady is a really handsome guy who does not look his age and is living his best life. So that's a huge compliment to Colton. However, we all know that Tom Brady went through a journey with his hair. I mean, it was was like... Who approved this? It also like a different color. Colton and Cassie both lost a lot of Oh my of God. I said that too. His hair color is totally different. Yes, it was much darker. It's like he went to LA and somebody said, this is in, this is a look. Or you could be a trendsetter starting this look. Yeah. And we'll name it the Colton. And he said, of course he said, okay, let's do it. That's funny you say that because many years ago when Emily Maynard was The Bachelorette, I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever watched that. I, I did not. I bet you didn't, yes. Um, she ended up with this guy, Jeff, with one F, who like kind of disappeared from the world, but his friend with Tony Romo, information via Instagram. And I've heard of Jeff. He's gone through the girls. Yes. Everyone, <laughs> everyone says that Jeff is might be a little bit of a dog. Um, whatever. I was a fan. From, I remain one to this day. But Jeff was very early to a haircut that has become pervasive that then David Beckham have. And at, at Grantland, when I worked there, we used to call it the Jeff with one F because he had like that kind of like side part and slick back hair. He was a, he was a hipster before oh. hipsters were really on this show. Okay. And and for me, he was one of the most famous guys to have this now very popular haircut, which like I can't even it's not even like notable because everyone has the Jeff with one F. Like I think I have to see him. I don't know what this hairstyle is. I know. But. This makes me feel old because this was now so many years ago. But when you say parted to the side and slick back, that sounds okay. What we saw last night. Colton's hair was, is not is not on trend. It was inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I hated every second of it. Yeah. He, he was trying way too hard. But you're right. He has lost weight. Though. He lost. I was looking at his face. It's like really noticeable in his cheeks. And he looks good. No, Cr- I actually like him. It. Everyone. I think that's important to know. You said I actually like him. I think one of the biggest turnarounds from this season is people really like Colton now. Do you like him? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. I mean, I liked the look. Uh. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not get carried away here. I mean, I don't have a problem with Colton. It's hard because like when you when you talk and Bachelor Nation listens, they're like, oh my gosh, she's such a hater. I have nothing wrong. I have no problems with Colton as a person. I think he seems like a very nice and he does seem genuine. Like, I feel like he wants to be loved. I believe him every single time he says that. Yeah. I just am, like, not a huge fan of, like, him as the bachelor and his motives. Although, this has been a quite entertaining. A great season. Yeah, it's been very entertaining. But I don't know. Is that credit to Colton or credit to the women? It's the women. Well, it's true. It is the women. But he did kind of change the end of the show and kind of opens it up for people to to have a different um, formula, I guess. And that is fascinating. I've always heard a rumor, which is not, I think this actually started with Reality Steve, so it might not be true. But I heard the rumor that the bachelors are not, they really discourage the bachelors from breaking up with the women before the final rose ceremony, whereas the bachelorettes are allowed to do that. Like Andy didn't make, um, who did Andy? Oh, she picked uh, Josh, but she didn't. Mm-hmm. She, she didn't sent make, Nick home. Yeah, she sent Nick home. Him. And in general, the bachelorettes are, I think that JoJo also did that. She sent Robbie home. Didn't she? No, she he proposed. Oh. But in general, I've heard the bachelorettes are allowed to like send people home while the think... bachelors are discouraged from doing it. Not to say there's, and I do believe there aren't like hard and fast rules, but they prefer it like because the bachelor is a bigger show and for the franchise, it's better if they make it to the final rose ceremony. I honestly don't know about that, but I know that it's like not 
encouraged on either side. Like Mm -hmm. when I wanted to send Peter home before, I was discouraged from doing that. Yeah. And I wish I would have done it all the way to the end because then, of course, that became the drama that was used in the show. But I I didn't know that that's how it was going to do it or how it was going to be played. For me, it was like, well, I know what I want to do. I don't want this person to think that they could be spending their time with me, whether it be engaged or not. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. Anyways, I think that you are right. Colton changed the game. Yeah. And I don't know what the show's going to do from here on out because when I was watching it and I was talking to Brian about this last night, I said, if I, when I watched, when I went on the show, I didn't know anything, but you learned so much Bachelor history going on. So then I had found out while I was on Nick's season that Andy sent him home before the final rose ceremony or final ceremony, the proposal, whatever. And I thought, oh my God, if I'm ever Bachelorette, I would do that same thing. Yeah. Because I knew it had been done before and I knew I could do it. Right. Now that Colton's done this, if I came after Colton, I would literally, once I knew who I was going to pick, say, I don't want to play the game anymore. And that's what you've seen so far. Is yeah. Everybody plays the game because you don't, you've never had the option to send the last two people home right. when you know it, even when you do know it. And I will tell you, most people at that point know what they're going to do, but you have to play the game. Yeah. Totally. You have to keep them. Yeah. And now Colton's... He's broken, broken it. it. Yeah. And it's very similar to Caitlyn's season where they stay. I always had this theory they stayed in Ireland a lot longer than they intended because she had sex with Nick so much earlier in the show. Or mm-hmm. I assume they had sex. I don't even know. But like just pre- presumption. And I hope they did for everyone's happiness. <laughs> and so when something like that happens, it's really like, first of all, it's great TV. And it's just interesting that like the most captivating television now is A, breakups that are really hard. And that's why Monday night was better than Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And B, when they break the formula, it's like the formula now exists so that you are interested in seeing it broken. And you're like, how will he rebel against this machine, basically? Yeah. Um, but do you think the show can be successful if this continues? Because I'm sorry if I, and I think with Hannah, I think that she's young enough and she's impressionable enough to do it the way, the traditional way. Yeah. But if you have somebody who comes in there, maybe... I don't want to say the word smarter, but maybe just like who is like like, savvy or maybe. Yeah. Savvy is a great word. Yeah. I think that they will say, well, Colton did this. Right. Why quit? What are you going to do if I don't get it my way? Colton got to spend an entire week with his final person. I know. Imagine if everybody got to do that at that point. I know. Nobody's questioning your decision. Nobody's saying, well, gosh, he brought, he was really upset with those final two. Like, or she was really upset with those final two. Maybe that's, maybe maybe he or she wanted that person. Nobody's going to question Colton with that. Right. I think it actually is a positive for the show, honestly. And like, maybe I'm just spinning it that way because I'm like a fan, but- I do think that, like, I'm excited about Hannah because she'll be a different kind of bachelorette. She'll be Mm -hmm. goofy and weird and mess up her words a lot and hopefully have a lot of candid moments that we get to see. And I I do think that if it opens it up a little bit, like, how's this going to go at the end? Like, maybe they kind of, like, keep doing the dates and whatever, but there is some kind of, like, evolution of how the the finals go. Like, that— it's kind of interesting. Bachelor Nation is so like traditional yeah. and wants things to be a certain way. I think it's exciting that we got something different this time. Yeah. But if that's how it is every single time, I think people are going to get upset. Right. People want to see a happy ending with a proposal. It's so funny though, because it was, their happy ending was so boring. And I don't know. like They're boring. It was a total snooze. I mean, it was a snooze. I, I think one of my coworkers, Mallory, made the point that like, is it a miss for the show that we're so much more interested in talking about like if Hannah B is going to be a good bachelorette than how things ended for Colton and Cassie. Cause like 
their happy ending. I'm like really bored by. I'm like, okay, I don't, I'm going to like mute you guys on Instagram because I don't need a million posts about how much you love each other. It's like anyone I actually know. It's like, I love you. I love your relationship and I love your kids, but I don't need all these posts on my Instagram feed. Well, because I feel like it's different for them. They're not going to have, like they're doing their media tour as yeah. we speak right now. We're all no in the same city here in to- New York. Yeah, maybe we'll run into them. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I. It's like when we did ours, it's questioning the struggle that you had to the, at the end. Yeah. We've already seen that play out because that was like dealt with on the show. Right. Although I have heard for the last few months has been hard for them. That's really, that's what I heard rumors on the street. Yeah. Why? Because she's still saying, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've heard it's hard for every couple to watch the show back though. It is, I mean, it is hard. Like Brian and I would, would watch it, talk about it, explain it. I remember watching when I was watching with, uh, with Brian Colton season, I was like, oh, if he picked Cassie, she's going to struggle because yeah. she cries all the time. Yeah. Also, there's just a weird evolution happening with Cassie. First of all, she came back after the hometowns. With all those extensions in her hair? Yeah, she had extensions. <laughs> she got, this is why, this is the case against the gel manicure. Did you see how chipped her manicure was last night? And she it obviously was gel, which she had probably gotten in L.A. before she left for That's Portugal funny. and Spain. I saw and, it on the show how it was chipped. Yeah, yes. and it was, like, growing out. Yes. And I, as a, I'm as a big gel manicure person, but, like, that's the problem with it. It's really, you, you can take it off yourself, but, like, who does that? You have to do the dip. I know. I've heard dip is really good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm currently in nail rehab. But um, <laughs> any, and anyway, her manicure was chipping, which is a tough look and the case against the gel. But then she had a whole new style. Like, for the duration of the show, from, like, episodes one through nine, she had a certain style that was like, I don't even know how to classify it. It it seemed like a little bit young to me, but she is young, so who cares? Mm-hmm. And then she came back in, in Spain looking like a Madewell model. She was wearing like really trendy wide leg jeans and like simple shirts. And I was like, she looks great. She looks very California to me as someone who lives in LA and she's from Huntington Beach, but mm-hmm. it was like a total style makeover. I was like, how much time did you have in LA when you went back to like do all this stuff? Like, is there time to buy new clothes and like consult a stylist? In between hometowns and finals or something? There is time to go. Like, I remember I went shopping between hometowns and finals. She must have done that. But I feel like there's something, though. Well, yeah, she had time to get extensions and everything else. She did come back with a new look. But also, I've heard people talk about the timeline of when she left him to when he went back to get her. Was that in L.A.? Yes. Or we we don't know. So I don't know what the time was. I will say, she was not surprised when he knocked on the door. Oh, my God. That's what I said. She goes, hi. And I was like, wait a minute. So I was like, either... There's some truth. It's reality. Steve said that they did. They actually, there was a lag between when he went back to get her allegedly in Portugal, mm-hmm. like, and maybe she had gone home and come back or something like that. I don't know if that's true, but it might not be, but she was not surprised at all when he not knocked on the door. All. So maybe they just reshot that like the hill style or something like that. I have no idea, but she was so primed for it. And now like in retrospect on Monday night when she was like packing all of her stuff and her one, she was of- smiling. She was smiling. She seemed really happy and content. And at the time I was like, Oh, she's not upset about this breakup, but maybe they had just had already gotten back together. And that's why she was like happy and, and whatnot. But I, I have no idea if that timeline thing is true. Honestly, I don't believe it. I, I think that seems like far fetched and like, just based on my very limited knowledge, like how production schedules work. I don't think they would like, they would do that. No. And I'll tell you right now, like when you, so she left, technically she was the top three, yeah. right? She left. You still stay. Like when I got sent right. home, I was in Finland for an entire week. Right. So you're still around. You're just separated from the rest of filming. Right. So That's I don't think she went happened. to LA, but she definitely knew he was coming. Yes. She definitely knew he had sent people home and was yeah. fighting for her, which again makes it so easy for her to say, 
yes, I want to work this out. And she still was like, I don't know. Yeah. When she, when she had to meet his family and like had that breakdown, I I felt for her. (laughs) I I mean, you did it. No, I mean, be confident in the decision that you're making. You don't know. You want him to get what he wants because you care about him and be confident in that. Yeah. I don't know if I would have said yes to meeting your family when I don't know what I want with you. I think that if he knew she was unsure and he still wanted to do it, then that's kind of on him. Like, she, I, I guess I'd be like, okay, I'll meet your family. But like, I don't know where things go for us. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of like a decision that he made and he has, he's responsible for it. I guess. And she, but she was like, I've been crying the whole time, you know? know? And I'm like, well, then don't go meet them. She seemed like she needed some Xanax, to be honest. It she cries a lot. A lot. No, she needed helpful. her dad. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> a lot of people have pointed out that his new hair looked like her dad's hair. <laughs> Whatever you can do to get in there, Colton. Why wasn't her family at the finale last night? You think her family supports this? Probably not. I think her sister does. They're like all over. And her sister and her boyfriend are all over Instagram supporting it. I saw something that was like that family's just gearing up to do their own reality TV show. Oh, interesting. She has a handsome brother as well. It's yeah, they have a, they have a beautiful family. Beautiful family. I I actually think- hated her hair and makeup last night on the on the finale show because I think she's really pretty and they I do too. And they made her and she has like a great natural look. That's one of the reasons she looks like a Madewell model. And they just put so much makeup on her and it's like she does she doesn't need this. They made her yeah. look like she was like had walked off the stage at like a Las Vegas residency. Like she like looked like Celine Dion to me. I do think a part of her appeal is the natural look. Like yeah. I always appreciated that she didn't have lashes on. Yeah. She's just very naturally pretty. And that's on camera. So yeah. imagine how she looks in I person. Know. She's tiny on camera too. And I was like, wow, she must be like super tiny in real life. But they both lost weight. Yeah, they did. Do you think that or why do you think people have not given her such a hard time that she was on another reality TV show? How do people not? And and, and I guess this is personal to me because Brian was on a reality TV and show when he was 24. And then 13 years later, he's on another one. She was literally on a reality show within a year. And nobody gives her anything about that. Nobody questions whether or not the, she's authentic. On Bachelor Deep Web, they do. Like on people who are like on Reddit and then on Facebook, there's this group, Bachelor, Part, Bachelor Party Podcast, like people listen to the show. Thank you all for joining it. Um, <laughs> and I think there people do really question it. But I, I guess in the, that's like such a small fragment of the Bachelor audience. I guess so. It's like it's so obvious to me. And then when she would say things like about she was scared to be in a committed relationship. And then again, I'm like, so why are you here? Yeah. Like one thing, proposal is one thing. Committed, committed relationship. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Committed relationship is another. Yeah. Like I, I understand you being afraid to be engaged. Of course. But a committed relationship, why are you here? I also, yeah. And I thought that like, again, it's fair that they're not ready to move in together. It's fair that they're yeah. not talking about engagement. Like that, all that makes sense. Um, but they just were, the way they handled it was so sheepish last night. I mean, he seems really happy is the he other is thing. He is very into her. I be, when he falls, he falls, falls so super hard. hard. Yeah, he really he <laughs> does. And it's kind of like a little hard to watch because I it just seems like it's not going to be, not going to go well. But I don't know. Oh, he's blinded. He is like, I, I hope it works out. Like, let me just be clear. Let me say that to everybody out there. I am rooting for them. I root for people them? to find love. And I hope it works out for his sake because I don't know if he can handle. Yeah them breaking up. But I I am worried. And I, as his parents were, yeah. they expressed that too. He's like blindly fallen head over heels for her. His dad and his mom seem very nervous and also like nice people. Everyone mm-hmm. seems nice. I mean, I have no problem with anyone. I, I, that's a good question though, why she hasn't gotten more crap for being on that reality show. Because she's the all-American girl. I guess so. People I think- are, are obsessed with the way that she looks. 
she's really pretty and it is distracting. I, although it's funny, like people are like, she's so gorgeous. I acknowledge that she's like beautiful, but to me, I'm just like, she looks like she doesn't look unique to me. So, and I guess like, I just personally respond to people who are more unique. It's like in this bachelor world, if you look a certain way, people don't look at you any other way. Yeah. Like, but if you're not that person, then they start judging you for other things. It's not just The Bachelor though. Like if you just think about reality TV in general, the way it has influence. And I am, I have a, another podcast called Jam Session on the Ringer Podcast Network where we talk a lot about celebrity culture and therefore a lot about the Kardashians. And I resent them so much for how they've influenced like aesthetics and like how people think you're supposed to look. And mm-hmm. I, and I think in general, one of the things about reality TV is like you just become famous for how you look. And that's it. And it's not, it's not it. I wouldn't say that's it because I do think there's some people who No, are like, I mean like that's it. Like I agree oh, with yeah. you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Like that's it. Like you. Because right. like I also like, it, I, it pains me to admit it, but like Kris Jenner is also like a, a savvy genius. Like what she has created for her family is yes. like incredible. And I wish I didn't have to give her that credit because I hate them so much, but I, I will. I love Kris Jenner though. I mean, it, you have to admire what she's done. It's like pretty incredible. Um, but in also a lot of ways, like the downfall of society, like and and aesthetics on reality TV, because it's positioned as being in some way real, yeah. become a huge, like just like driver of why the show's successful, why people become famous. And it really plays into like the Instagram culture. And and again, like getting back to our, our earlier conversation, that's why follower counts are relevant in this conversation is because yes. the idea of aesthetics and like what people, what the audience is responding to is really relevant. And maybe that's why I don't fit in this world. I never wanted to be the bachelorette who was liked because of the way she, she was looks. Sure. I wanted people to like me for me and what I bring to the table and what I represent and what I say and who I am. I never wanted people to be like, Oh my gosh, she's so pretty. Yeah. Also, I think with you and also just with people earlier, like the way they used to intro people, and I've talked about this a lot, and it's probably because I work a lot, but like it really bothers me that career is like totally irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And I guess also like when you're 23, you don't know what your career is going to be. So there's I did. I was in law school at 23. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's true. I guess it's just sort of like what you are beyond how you look and who you are in the show has become less important to success, both when you're dating. And, and I also just for me, I guess also it's just different. Like in your thirties, your career is a bit much bigger part of your life. Even if you were in law school at 23 for that to be totally like irrelevant and not discussed. And even like Hannah G said it, she's like, I'm ready to, I was ready to move wherever, but like that just doesn't really come up anymore. No. And I will say this, that I was having a conversation with Mike Fleiss one time mm-hmm. and he was saying that we, we love Mike Fleiss. Yeah. One of, I, I really like him. And one of the things that he was saying was that he appreciated me because it reminded him of the women that started the show, yeah. like the Tristas and how the women were represented on the show. And I will say in defense, I guess, of the franchise, which I rarely do, <laughs> that I know that that's what they want. Yeah. It's just what are people, what do the people want? Right. And so that's what's what's harder for them. That's true. And I will say like, that is how the show started. Like with Trista, like the one of the only things I know about Ryan is that he was a firefighter. Mm-hmm. And like, that's a career. Like mm-hmm. that's, you know, and yeah. I think, I think, for a lot. And with you and with Andy, the fact that you were lawyers was like a, was a big deal. Like, I think when there is a career that can like add dimension to someone, it is, it is not overlooked. It just so happens that like, I think as you, as the show skews younger, it's just harder to make that a big deal. Also, because again, like, you know, I think if you go to like a vocational school, like law school, it's different. But for a lot of people, like they switch careers, they in their 20s, like you don't know what you're going to be or yeah. what you want to do. And so it just it becomes it becomes less of a factor. And, and in a weird way with Hannah and Kaylin, Hannah B, the pageant thing is actually like kind of their career. So and so I guess like I shouldn't be so dismissive of it, but I don't know. It just is like a it, it's interesting. This season does feel 
like a pivot point in some way for the show. It'll be interesting to see how it responds going forward. And what type of men are going to come on the show for Hannah? Yeah, I I liked the guys that she had last night. They're, they are fun. I don't know. I, I was into fun. Them. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But and I guess ultimately, whoever they pick for the next Bachelor will be really instructive because that I mean, it is just a more popular show. And I think that I think that's because men um, like it better because they prefer to watch the women than to watch the male. Absolutely. And I think that that's why the, who they bring on Hannah's season is so crucial because they can't go back. Yeah. They've done it two seasons in a well. They didn't with Colton, but they have to pick somebody from this crop of men. Yeah. So you really have to pay attention to who these men are because that is where your next batch was coming from. Yeah. And then they'll set the tone for the next season. Right. Overall, great season. Just great TV. It was great TV. It reminded me of Housewives. I know. And I love that. Totally. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that Real Housewives of New York is back. It's my favorite show. It's like, other than Vanderpump, I just love the New York Housewives. I, I do too. I'm, I want to be Dorinda when I'm 50. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> um, Rachel, thank you so much for joining me. How how would you say our fantasy suite experience went? It's, I will give it an A okay. since we do grades around here. <laughs> it's true. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Bachelor Party. And yeah, we're going into the unknown with Hannah. I can't wait to see how it goes. Me uh, neither. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll be back every other week until The Bachelorette returns. And thank you so much for listening all season long. It's been a really fun one. Thanks again to Hotel Tonight. They make it easy to book awesome hotels at amazing rates. They're like a matchmaker between top-rated hotels, unsold rooms, and people who want to book those hotel rooms. And Hotel Tonight isn't just for last-minute bookings. You can book tonight, tomorrow, and beyond. It's perfect for planners, procrastinators, and everyone in between. Maybe Cassie and Colton will use it. Find sweet deals at cool hotels you'll actually want to stay at. Go to hoteltonight.com or download the app now. Don't forget, own iconic luxury items at unreal values with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers at up to 90% off retail. Every item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of experts, and new arrivals come in daily. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. Shop in store, online, or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. TheRealReal.com, promo code REAL.